Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Man Cave. What is this, our third episode of season two? Is it season number three? three? Season three? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good God. I have got to get hired on this show. It's so successful. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the Man Cave. It is the only podcast that we know of. Hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And every week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies, TV, pop culture, music. uh, Yeah. Everything except politics. That's where we agree. Uh, Yeah, mostly. And we also argue over Mandy's dumb ideas like the bear. So grab a couch and let's get to it. Cut this shit. Okay, so somebody watched the bear. Somebody watched the bear. See, I was going to say that we test the limits of our friendship by eating Brussels sprouts because... No, that tests the limits of my marriage. (laughs) (laughs) And my digestive system, apparently. So full disclosure, everybody. We went to dinner last night. We did. And uh, to see the movie that we're going to talk about today, Vengeance. Um, And uh, and, uh, I, I had trouble. I mean, I my stomach was killing me last night. Those cruciferous vegetables had some vengeance with your digestive system? Gee, okay, that's a double fuck you because <clears throat> cruciferous, first of all, nicely done. Thank you. The fact that you even knew that and then the pun, I like it. Thank you. That's Well, that's good podcasting. I guess we can sign off. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> uh, I really liked the food from last night. We got yeah. cauliflower, like in a vinaigrette, yeah. and uh, really crispy Brussels sprouts. And then yeah. we took the leftovers home. And when we got into our cars, <laughs> what was your car like? I mean, mine was like a hot box of <laughs> I immediately vinegar got nauseous. Yeah, it was. I had to roll yes. down the windows. It was horrible. It was yeah, intense. And I've, I should learn that. I've left Brussels sprouts in my car before, and it is like, oh, did I leave a body in the truck? Yes. It's terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. Casey Anthony all over again. <clears throat> what? Not funny oh, still. Not wow. funny. I don't know. Time time plus tragedy equals comedy. I think you made it work. But I am going to so, eat the hell out of those leftovers today because I yeah, can't take enough too. punishment. Okay. I just I was wondering if you were like, oh, I can't eat those again because, but. <laughs> no, God damn it. Yeah. If I didn't do things that hurt me, I wouldn't be who I am, you know? Yes. Bad choices is what we are all about. Yeah. So speaking of bad choices, you did not enjoy the bear. Did you did you watch it? I watched another episode because, okay, as we said last week, like everybody loves it. And I felt like, well, I'm wrong. I got to give it another chance. You felt stupid. It's okay to say that. I I might be stupid. There might be something deficient. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't ever want to watch it again. Really? I don't understand the, the love for it and the hype for it. So. Yeah. Hmm. But it's a food show. I can't stress that enough. It is food porn. I understand. I don't like it. But you don't care. No. Eh, fair enough. Do, you don't now, have to like it. Does that make me the most hated man on the internet? Do you see what I did there? <laughs> I'm. <laughs> you added a D to man? I did. There's a documentary <laughs> series that we watched that I do like called The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Oh, oh, wait a second. Who is it? Wait, let me guess. <laughs> no. no, go ahead. Oh, stand guard people. This could get real personal. <laughs> Who's the hated man on the internet? Okay. I had never heard of him, thank God, because I live a pure, wonderful life and I've never encountered sure. this monster. His name is Hunter Moore. 
Does that ring a bell? Okay. No. He started a website called Are Are You Up? Is anyone up? Sorry. Is anyone if up? If he doesn't if he doesn't follow me on Twitter, I wouldn't know who he is. Well, but. he might, but th- these are not ringing bells, <laughs> okay. so that's how I know you're a good human being. Yes. So, is anyone up? I guess was started years ago, and that's like seemingly the most successful version of revenge porn. So people would send him pictures, intimate pictures, and be like, this uh, B word broke my heart. And he would be like, great, I'll put up all her intimate pictures and invite America to badmouth her and criticize her. And it got so intense. And this guy's such a monster that he would he would be like, if we say enough bad things, maybe she'll kill herself. Oh, you were about to take a sip and that would have been a great spit take moment. Damn it. I timed it. Because it's so hilarious that she might kill herself. No, spit take isn't necessarily <laughs> hilarious. It? Just the shock and awe of it. Yeah, he's like, wow. he's a predator Fuck. and, an, and a, a, a crazy woman-hating, human-hating he's, monster. He's awful. And this is the documentary of how one mom <laughs> took him down. <gasps> oh, shit. I, I can't podcast. I have to go watch that right this minute. It's a good three-parter. Each episode's an hour, so you got to buckle in. Ah, uh, no problem. It's what else am I doing? It's a good documentary series, and I Ooh. and I wanted to choose it based solely on the idea that we could call it the episode the most hated man on the internet. <laughs> but I was like, but I already watched it, and I don't want to rewatch it and take notes and stuff. So I'm just Aww. giving you that gift, and I'm giving the fandies that gift. I'm rubbing off on you. You're not a rewatcher now. That makes yeah. me happy. Not this. Good. This is tough Good. to take. Take a cue for. Oh wow. Okay. 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 So I'll prepare myself for that. But I will definitely. I like as long as it's revenge. If it's just a sad story about a dick, I don't want to. But like, if it ends good, then I'm okay. Um, have you ever heard of incels? Do you know what incels are? No. Okay, Mandy. This is <laughs> something I had to research for a script I wrote. It was like. So they're guys who have these sort of dark web, but like these groups on the internet and they're fully like, they're supposedly um, voluntarily celibate. Okay. Or maybe it's involuntary. Anyway, incel, something about them being celibate, involuntary celibate, but they get together and they're like, well, we're not fucking women because women are horrible. Yeah. And they, they agree, by the way. Oh yeah. I mean, they're fully right. I tried to get a membership, but I couldn't. Uh, because I had too many other subscriptions. You know how that goes, like HBO Max (laughs) and Showtime. Anyway, um, but yeah, they have us this secret, and it's so weird because they all admit that they're frustrated sexually, but yet they do nothing but trash stupid women who, and they call like they call the women who just have sex all the time. They call them Stacys, and they call the handsome guys that they're sleeping with Chads, and they have this whole like secret language. It's fascinating really interesting wow i don't i yeah yeah i mean interesting in a you're a scumbag yeah you're dirt yeah. why would you do that just go like just learn to do the alphabet with your tongue you can get a girlfriend like call me uh you'll we'll get you through this we're giving lots of good life advice today i think so isn't that what the podcast is for yep we're making the world um, a better place we should rebrand it to be an advice podcast okay I'm reading, I'm listening to a really great audiobook. Do you know the comedian Jesse Klein? Yes, I can. I can't with her. Uh, what? I very much respect her, but her her pattern of speaking, her baby voice, like I can't do it. I tried her her autobiography. I couldn't. Oh, 
That's so funny. I think she's so funny and dark and says all this shit. Her latest one, I'll show myself out, is about motherhood mm-hmm. in this great way of she calls all the shit and is the anti-mom and I love it. Oh, but you don't like her voice. Interesting. Yeah. And and again, I think she's a good writer and she's great on Big Mouth and uh, yeah. she's a frequent uh, contributor to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the NPR news quiz that I love so much. Yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to mention that I listen to NPR. Um, sure. So I, I do. Right. I, but I do respect her. I just don't, I couldn't mm-hmm. listen to her book. Interesting. You might take a read because it's because you like to do that sort of thing. You're old school. Yes. And um, and it is genuinely funny and makes you feel a lot better about every monstrous feeling you ever had about being a mom. What do you mean? She's great. Uh-huh. What do you mean? I know that not you, but I'm right. saying there might be some listeners, you know. Yep. Uh uh yeah, and all, we went to Vassar together. So I don't know if I've mentioned uh-huh. my degree from Vassar. Uh-huh. It was a BFA, no big. Um Yep. <laughs> I was too busy playing Maria in West Side Story in my high school while you were there. So I I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Uh, but I could, if you wanted, the reason I even brought that up, not to just say that I went to Vassar, but because I could reach out to her maybe alumni to alumni, mm-hmm. and I could maybe get her to re-record the book Whispering, and then I think you might like it. <gasps> oh, yeah. I actually really yeah. like that suggestion. And I feel like that's a very thoughtful thing that you would do for me. You're welcome. Yeah. So I would like to know, speaking of thoughtful things I would do for you. Yeah. I gave you a very brainy assignment this week. Brainy, important filmmaking, a a little obscure. I hadn't even heard of it before the friend suggested it, but we went and saw the movie Vengeance, which is BJ Novak's writing. Is it his feature writing and directorial debut? Is this his first time writing and directing? I believe it is. And he also stars in it. It's called Vengeance and, uh, I don't know, should we play the trailer or just tell people what it's about? Somebody said they don't care for when we play the trailers. And I pander, if if people to reach out liked, and say, I course. like this, I don't like this, well, I'll do whatever. So let's tell them what it's yeah. about. Yeah, okay. Um, that's a good question because it's, I, I'm not really sure. It was a guy who um, gets caught in a bit of a, his, he was dating a girl who has died and the family reaches out and says you were her boyfriend and he feels so guilty because he hooked up with her a couple times and he's not a super committed reliable guy he gets guilted into going to her funeral and then after the funeral the brother convinces him to try he convinces him that the girl was murdered and they need to get vengeance on the person who murdered her and he is a writer and he creates this whole podcast idea around it. He only agrees to any of it because he lives his life uh, like a lot of millennials, I think. Like, you know, how will this affect my ability to podcast, my Instagram presence? Like, this is these are the choices he makes. He's very Millennials. Much, is that millennials? Oh. Uh, <laughs> but he, no, it's not. But yeah, he cares deeply about like, I want to do a podcast. So he, he purposefully chooses yeah. to go on this journey to exploit he, this story for a podcast. I want to be clear yes. about it. It's not like this amazing set of circumstances happens to him and he he really tries to mastermind it and the situation gets out of control on him. But yes. he does try he does go to ta- a tiny tiny town in Texas to yeah. exploit this situation. 
Now, wait, is that why he goes, though? Does he go there to do it? Or does it, the idea come up after the brother says, let's do this revenge? Let's kill the guy who killed her. Yeah, I, I, I'm i not sure why it's a little he muddy. goes. It's muddy why when he gets a random call in the middle of the night from a disembodied voice who's like, I'm so <laughs> sorry, my sister died. And your girlfriend, she, she loved you so much and she's dead. He doesn't even know who they're talking about. He has to scroll yeah. his Instagram contacts to find her. Yeah, And then he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I hooked up with this person. And he just feels so guilty because this guy's crying on the phone that he goes, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll get on a flight and go to her funeral. Yeah. So that I think he does because he doesn't have much of a life in yeah. New York. Um, yes. But right, right before he gets that call, we see him pitching, I want my own podcast. What about this? At, to the too beautiful to be on screen, oh, Issa God, Rae. I love her. She's <gasps> so I love her and she's just so pretty. Yeah. It's she's, she's like so pretty beautiful but and funny. Yeah, and she's mm-hmm. she's like the director of this podcasting company like Wondery um or True Story FM. Oh. Yeah. She's nice <gasps> name dropping. She's the Pete Wright. Oh my god. of this fictitious podcast world. Pete your Pete is prettier than Issa Rae. Definitely yeah. way better skin. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh my, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's really I I'm curious to know what you thought of it. But should I go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Well, that it, way I get to left... shit all over what you say. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. We might agree. I don't know. I was very curious. You were really holding it close to the vest since we were in a theater and I could actually hear your reactions. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you laugh out loud, but I don't know if you're much of a you. You chuckled a couple times. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't sure what you were thinking of it because there were times it was very, it was a great idea. Like I loved the stuff that they talked about, all of us being in our own stories and isolated and not really even engaged with each other. Because even if you're having a conversation. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. So that's the part that I love. And that's all that, the stuff I hated. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it, the movie necessarily delivered on it. It was, it was. Some of it was very expositional in a very heady, I don't get it way. And then some of it was very effective. Like the thing about the texting, I thought was a really interesting idea. The the stuff about America and him trying to do something about America, that I didn't understand so much. I wanted to because I think he has a really cool idea, but I didn't quite, it didn't quite deliver for me in that way. Yeah, he he gets on a soapbox. Both the character and the movie get on a soapbox a lot. And they deliver these long, philosophical, contemplative speeches. And I, that I am not about that. What? Well, they're conversations, right? They're, he's discussing the meaning of the podcast and monologues. the stories. Yeah, there's, yeah, they're very full of heady ideas. Yes. They're discussing ideas. Yeah. And, and really monologuing, I have to say. Ashton Kutcher's part. And I thought he was oh. fantastic. Fantastic! I thought yeah, he was he's so gripping. Dreamy. I really liked Ashton Kutcher in a part you just wouldn't pitch Never. him for. Um, and here's the thing: but wait, he's, he's does he not age? What he, does he, he do? Oh, I don't he, know. He looks crazy he's young. So beautiful. He yeah. looks like he's 24 yeah. on that fucking. I can't. Yeah. Was that written into his deal that they had to like de-age him somehow? With CGI. It's all CGI. Was, yeah. Uh, wait, but can I say I don't want to spoil? There are some really solid twists in this story that I would like to not divulge on oh. our podcast can we do that okay because that's it's, a first i know but it's just out in the theaters it's 
it, it will probably go VOD. Like, I want, yeah. if people want to see this, I want them to go on that ride. Because what I liked so much about the movie was its twists. And it's, I was curious about the story he crafted. And these people in this tiny town in Texas, he moves in with the, with the, dead girl's family. He calls the yeah. podcast white dead girl. So I'm not being insensitive. It's dead girl's family. Yeah. And I loved those people and those characters and those relationships. And I did care. And I wanted to okay. go on that journey. I really liked the way he crafted that. And then for me, all the philosophy and all of the 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 stuff that the podcast was allegedly about to me, distracted from what could have been a fun only murders in the building feeling like podcast uh-huh, mystery. Uh-huh. Yeah. But well, there I are will twists. say like when he goes through his dark night of the soul and he's like, he's betrayed the family mm-hmm. on, on some level mm-hmm. there, they find out that he just wanted to do a podcast and then he leaves that last entry of like, I, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't, I didn't really understand what that was about because then He's right back sleeping in the family's house. Right. So I'm like, I don't understand. I thought you guys just had a fight. It and seemed, why are you yeah. still there? And it was a little weird. Do you think something was cut? Like, do you think That's the a good kid question. went and got him or, the, you know, or like the kid? Yeah. Th- and the kid, oh, don't you love good little kid actors? This kid yeah, was, he was so really good. good. And, you know, I think a little bit because I was from Texas, too. I, I mean, because I am from Texas. I was a little bit like I couldn't quite I couldn't quite get the what they were getting from each other. Like I was, I wasn't the, the characters were very sort of broad, right? Like that brother's pretty broad mm-hmm. and everybody was very like, almost like waiting for Guffman broad. I thought it had elements of that. And then it dove deeper in a way that gained my respect when it started. Yeah. Oh, I'll never remember the name of this movie. There was a little independent movie that was like an imitation of those mockumentaries or it was a mockumentary and it was like about a small town and these two like teens with scruffy hair and they were oh. plants in this small town. And I hate, I hated that movie with all my heart. It was like a movie about bullies. Yeah. They made fun of this town and these people and their way of life. Yes. Right. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. I don't I remember hated either. It. And this started that way. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a New Yorker. I'm slick. I'm educated. I'm going to go to this tiny town and make fun of these people for my podcast. And it's stuck in that feel for a while. And it made me really hate the lead character. And it made me hate Issa Rae in the podcasting world for being like, this is great. These people are, these characters are bananas. They're such characters. They're such characters. We all know that's code for dumb hicks or, you know, white trash or whatever. And, uh, but then I thought it ended in a place where that was not the case. And they were all, they got their, their moment in the sun. Yeah. And I have a real, true, deep love of Dove Cameron. And she. <laughs> you gasped when she came on the screen. I love her you... so deeply. <laughs> and however, I think I gasped. She was great. When I saw her name in the credits, I gasped. Then I saw her <laughs> yeah. and I gasped. Then she yeah. said like, I'm 17 going on 18. And I gasped again because she's got to be like 26 <laughs> now. I mean, yeah, let's give up the ghost on that one. But I thought she was absolutely wonderful. 
And she, was great. she, she was has really a sister funny. whose name I should know and I don't, who was also great. These these characters yeah. could have been really uh, over-the-top caricatures that I thought they avoided. I thought they were yeah. layered. They were really funny. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm not a rewatcher, but there's a part of me I would almost like to see the movie again to try to catch what I missed the first time. And I think... If I'm being honest, I think things that I missed might be because of B.J. Novak's performance. There we go. I don't think he was, I don't think he had enough tools in his toolbox. I I found it hard to, you know, there would be these shots of him staring out a window and they would play sad music under it. But I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what he's struggling with right now. I didn't, I didn't get that he was super like the words were there and they were shooting it like it was happening but I didn't get that he was really attaching or having decisions or feelings about these people like it was just a little flat to me so I couldn't really follow where he was in the story I'm wondering I'm genuinely wondering if I watched it again sort of knowing the story if I could sort of overlook not look to him for the clues but look look to the actual film for like what what the intention was does that make sense it does I'm wondering if they could redo it and put in a different actor. <laughs> okay. Who would you cast? Who would be right for that? Like, I could not get a feeling for his character. Well, first of all, I'm going to just go real shallow because I don't think he's going to listen to this. He <laughs> Wait, looks like if Edward Munch painted Fred Savage, a portrait <laughs> of Fred Savage. And now that I have said that, please... If you're listening, look up clips of BJ Novak and you will thank me. He really, it's, he's such a hangdog. Yeah. Um, He's emotionless. Yeah. um, Yeah. I would have wanted. I remember thinking he was very funny on The Office, but not very, uh, not a very talented actor. And when I found out he was a writer on The Office, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. He's acting like a writer. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. No, and in terms of recasting, um, it's tricky. I don't, you know, how old is he? Late 30s or something? So it has to be like, yeah, Yeah. give me a minute, but I'll I'll come up with someone. Even like, I mean, would somebody like a, I mean, Chris Pine is a superstar, but like, could somebody that handsome and charming and have that much going on, like, I could, or, or does it need to be more of a like a like an Adam Driver or a an like every man, yeah, Adam yeah, Driver. like a Josh Gad, yeah, just somebody, you know, this guy. The scene that I think could Jonah be Hill polarizing. Oh, Jonah Hill would be really good. He yeah. The the first scene in the movie is John Mayer, I think, playing himself with this character whose name is. Ben. Oh, I didn't know that was John Mayer. <laughs> and they're at a party and they are really so Hilarious. punchable, so uh, <laughs> self-aware and obnoxious. And it's but yeah. it's really supposed to be a parody of two dudes standing at a party talking about how many chicks they bang. And yeah, 100 percent. And I love 100%. that. They, 100 percent. They called that out that like that's what <laughs> these people say. So the character, you know. B.J. Novak wrote Ben Manalowitz, that's the name of the character, as a douchebag. He was not supposed to be like the guy we connected with and were rooting for. We were supposed to be connected with the family, I thought, and rooting for them. 
Yes, but but he's supposed to have an arc. Like his arc is that he turns around and does care about the family. Absolutely. And he cares about the girl. Absolutely. The girl who was only seen in flashback and on um, on screen, she had filmed herself and recorded songs. So he got to know this girl Mm -hmm. watching these clips of her on his computer. Um, But yeah, uh, I BJ Novak, not a good actor. Yeah, I think that's right. And that's tough, too, because I feel like maybe the direction suffered as well because of that. Right. Like, what do you do? I mean, you know, you have to make sure that the story is getting told in the right way. And now you have a scene where I really I was I was watching it. I was going like, wait, is he falling in love with her? Is that what's happening? And then later in the movie. That he's, you know, it's clear that he has developed some sort of feeling for her. I mean, he's like now he's invested, but. I didn't really see that happening. Right. It was kind of like, oh, oh, I guess he's invested in this girl now. It was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the storytelling in that he's invested in the podcast and the mystery, but he, all, yeah. he is also invested in these people and her and what happened to her. So it was, I, I, I think he's a good writer. You know, yeah, I, I, I think so too. I, I just, uh, I would never cast him in anything. Yeah, I thought the uh, uh, there were some fun things with like the the townspeople. Like I thought the the sheriff's office was at the police. The local police were pretty good. That's my friend Ben Whitehair. Shout out to Ben. Oh, who's he played one Officer of the cops. Dan. Hmm. Hmm. He was really funny. He He's was really. He's adorable. Really too. talented. Good looking. So guy. cute. Yeah, I love Ben. He's great. Um, and a very nice person. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. So the. Actress I want to call out is Isabella Amara, played Paris. She mm-hmm. is uh, similar in type and comedic style to the amazing receptionist on Hacks. Who, yes, right? she is. Uh, <laughs> and she's really funny. And yeah. I, I really liked her. And then Jay Smith Cameron, who can do no wrong, oh, plays the mom. Oh, God, she can I love just her. do no wrong. Oh, but you don't watch Succession, right? Oh, I've seen many, many episodes of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you don't care for it. Yeah. It's not my thing, but. Right. She's, yeah, she's so good. I love her. Yeah. Didn't she get her break on Broadway? Wasn't there like a one woman show that was her? Yes. I think I'm remembering that now by Doug. Boy, God, the brain. Although it's been a few years, Doug, somebody or other wrote a one woman show and she was like a tour de force. And then I was like, she showed up everywhere. Because she's so good. She is. And I'm trying to quickly scan Broadway it debut a- as the crazy suicidal babe in Crimes of the Heart. Oh, well, we oh. know that one, but that's not it. No, it was a one woman show that she did. I thought I could be wrong. Oh, she's a Kenneth Lonergan not. guy. Oh, she, oh, 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 she married Kenneth Lonergan. <gasps> You're kidding no. me. I just was thinking about him today, thinking about how I wanted to go back and reread some of his plays because the way that he writes is so exquisite. Yes. Well, good for everybody involved. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Would you, I mean, I said to Jer when I got home, I don't know yet if I liked it. And I was still thinking about it, which I think is the mark of a really interesting film. You know, I can't dismiss it and say, no, but I can't wholeheartedly recommend it, but I I would recommend it. Yeah, I think it's very uh, fresh in the way that it told its story. I I agree with you. I mean, and I know I was leaning in. It was very unique. It had a really unique 
sensibility to it, but mm-hmm. I just was thrown by his performance. Now, he wasn't like, oh, God, I can't watch you. It's not that. It was just a little flat. So I was sort of wanting to know more about what was going on. Uh, yeah, I really didn't like his performance, but. Yeah. And I noticed the score a lot, oh. which I think is a bad sign. Oh, so I just want to also but- shout. I want to shout out somebody else that I know you reacted to because I heard your intake of breath at this. So the character Ashton Kutcher played is Quentin Sellers, and he is a music producer. And he's in this tiny town, and he makes stars out of these, you know, uh, small town talents. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She better be credited. So there's this whole scene and he's got this young, young, braced face yeah. singer in the booth and she sings her song and it was breathtaking. She was so good. Was so beautiful. Oh yeah. my God. She was so good. And I don't see her in here. Oh, she's got to be in there. She's my not God. on IMDb. That's a crying shame. That's crazy. Shame. Oh, wow. She was so good. I wonder if it wasn't her voice. Maybe that's why she's not on IMDb. <laughs> no, it had to be. She was incredible. Yeah. It, absolutely you know, incredible. You, you know who the other person that I thought was a really, really good actor is the guy who played the uh, drug dealer. Sancholo. I loved him. Zach. He had very little Vila. to do. Zach Vila. God, he was good. And he was great. Tonally, I thought tonally this. It, I'm trying to maybe it's Sarah. No, I, I really would like to find that young singer's name and I'm not finding it. Totally the the places it works so well for me. So he has to in, he goes to interview this very scary drug dealer and the thugs are like, give me that phone. And they won't let him take his phone into this interview. And and they're like very menacing and threatening. And then he goes back out and the thug goes to give him his phone back and he goes, you're on like 11 percent, bro. You need to charge your phone. And it's so <laughs> funny. Like there were many laughs, you know, just yes. Yeah. Moments of lightheartedness. Yes. Mixed into this mystery. Yeah. And then there was like the sort of meaningfulness of the movie. Um, Like, for example, when they talk about the Six Flags over Texas thing. Yeah. That was very interesting and educational. I had no idea. That was, uh, you know, I just thought that was a very interesting thing. And I'm glad he kept it in the movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like he he has to list the six countries because the Six Flags over Texas are the six countries that Texas has been a part of, mm-hmm. right? And B.J. Novak's character was able to name five of them. And he's like, I don't know the sixth. And then he looks and there's a Confederate flag. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, yeah, of yep. course. Now, narrative speaking, it doesn't contribute to the story at all. Right. It only kind of like terrifies you about Texas and all the gun thing. You know, that's interesting. Like, all that stuff, it was just really interesting. I think it was supposed to be like a liberal's perspective on what it would be like to be in one of those houses. But I don't know why it felt I don't know. Like, I guess it did touch all those. It touched all those points, oh, but yeah. it wasn't. The nine year yeah. old boy is lo- like holding a gun up to his face in the middle of the night. And he's like, can you help me yeah. unjam my gun? Like <laughs> it's there are moments, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The rodeo moment I liked a lot. Yeah. So I. OK, so the more we're talking about it, the more I feel like we liked it and it's thought provoking. Yes, it's not perfect. Definitely. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah. So I would give it like three and a half man jobs. Me too. Yeah. But I just want to point out for anyone who's thinking, gosh, they agree a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I liked the mystery and I I was like, 
stop talking and move it along, Ashton Kutcher, when he was pontificating. And Mandy was like, hmm, that's thought-provoking and interesting. So we disagree. It's like we agree on liking the movie, but not on why. That's very true. I liked the fact that there was a mystery, but I just, and also I think we have different feelings about the family in Texas. Like I wasn't getting that bond and that was very key to his character turning point. And I was like, I don't get it because they didn't feel, they felt a little cartoony to me, but uh, very funny and thought provoking. And I loved the monologue about the texting. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, by the way, and if you're not going to see the movie, it was very thoughtful because his whole point is that when you're texting, you can't have a comment. You're not even sharing the same time period because I'm saying hello and then you could say hello in a second. You could say hello next week. There's no, we don't even share time and space together anymore. That was his point. I think it's very beautiful. (sighs) Okay. You know what I think is very beautiful? Uh Uh-oh. We have a new review. Five-star review we do. from <gasps> Wonder Wade. Thank you, Wonder Wade. Hey, uh, Wade. Wonder Wade says it's like being at the best intimate dinner party with friends that you don't want to end. And then they said Aww. big thumbs up, which I think is pretty sexual, like thumbs up the well, up what? It is for you. Yeah. It is for you, sweetheart. So, I mean, we, you have stories, and someday I'll get you to tell it. Um, that's pre-show <laughs> stuff. So, uh <laughs> So, yeah, I... uh, Thank you, Wade. Pete, you can start that credits music. I'm going out of order because I love these reviews and they they help us get seen and they help us get known and we need more five-star reviews. So please, 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 if you're listening, leave us a five-star review and tell us what you like about the show and we'll give you a shout out on the air. Yes, we love it. And uh, you can also, if you're enjoying the show, you can support us by becoming a fandy. And here's how you do it. It's a basically a membership. It's about five bucks a month. It's more than your oat milk, grande oat milk latte. And I know this because I'm recently a fan mm. of the iced version. Yeah. Uh, but you can go to uh, mancave.com slash fandy and just, you know, buy an extra coffee and you can support us. And that's how you keep hearing stories like the one that Mandy's going to offer our fandies. Uh about about her thumb experiences uh, or I'll offer mine because I've got a couple of my own. Who doesn't, you know? And in fact, that thumb will come back later in the game we're going to play. So, yes. Oh, I'll lube up. Uh, I, I like the pre-show stuff. I've been listening to it and it's it's a little more unfiltered if you can imagine us more unfiltered and it's just like <laughs> she who we really B-word. are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. if you join and become a fandy, your private feed will get your episodes early and you'll get special pre-show time with the Mandys before we press record when everybody yes. else hears it. So and that's you can make requests on what you want us to review. Yes. So you can go to mancave.com slash discord and you can join discord, which is an app. There's a community channel for everybody, but then there's also a secret members channel. And we do take uh, suggestions from there. I've gotten a couple of really helpful ones. And um, yeah. But and again, then also we pander. We mander. Oh, uh, God, yes. Get your T-shirts and sweatshirts. Sweatshirts. Winters are coming. Coffee yeah, mugs. W- all sorts of fun stuff on mancave.com slash merch. That also I wore my mancave sweatshirt yesterday to the beach and it was very successful. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loved it. Yeah. So go check those out. And thank you to, uh, it's a production of True Story FM, Man Cave Is, and uh, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. Those are our co-wizards in making this happen. So thanks, guys. Yes. And thank you for listening. I have a game, which, you know, that's our thing. That's what we do. I mean, and now, as you know, we didn't watch this movie really until, I mean, it was like go time. 
I, the minute I got home, I went to sleep and then I have to get oh, yeah. my 10 hours. And yeah. You know, um, <laughs> or try to. Um, so anyway, so I didn't, you know, like I couldn't really make a game about the movie. Sure. But I could make a game based on themes of revenge. Of course. Which I think are very fun. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not going to make you tell revenge stories because even though I know you're remarkably good at revenge, it's something that you, we wrote a movie together called Stalkers Inc. It's different now, but but we had wrote a movie about two best friends who secretly stalk other people's exes. Yeah. And you had to come up like we would be writing and you would come up with like three different ways that you could punish, shave, <laughs> stab someone. So anyway. Yeah. It's so the only gonna... reason Jer is in the marriage is because he's afraid of what yeah. I would do if he left the marriage. So you've you've done really well. Thank you. Oh, it honey. just made me think of another. All right. So we're going to play a game where I like this. Um, I think it's is it like pyramid where I the, there's a theme mm-hmm. and then I'm going to try to make you guess what 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 the answer is for like, there's like six things per I love theme it. and you're going to have it. a minute to do it. Oh, I love, I love being timed. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to do it really easily because like I said, um, here we go. Hold on. Boop, boop, boop. I'm going to get my timer ready, getting my timer ready so I can time you. Mm-hmm. Stopwatch. Okay. Now this first category is things you might seek revenge for. Oh, okay. okay. Uh-huh. So things that happen to you yes. for which you might want to break out the super glue. Okay. Uh, and go. All right. Uh, oh, it's not me. It's you. A breakup. Yeah. Um, and this is like, oh, God, I, you didn't turn in your reports on time and it's not really fair. You got fired. Uh, yes. Uh, and this is like, oh, my God, you got a haircut. Oh, Phoniness. Did someone use scissors? Um, I I just don't. Insults. I don't think I'm into the roots thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is. Uh, oh well. Uh, you send somebody a message, and then like, where did they, they ghost go? you? Boo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and this is like, I I see that you've been texting Sally a lot recently. What's You're going on? Um, no, you. Where were you last night? You're goddamn it! Suspicious. Did you Somebody's go to cheating. vengeance with? Yes. Uh, this is, uh, you're, you're, uh, you have a professor and they're like, I didn't really understand your history thing. So I'm not going to give you credit for that. Yeah. Uh, and this is somebody being like, um, oh, sorry. I just forgot to pick him up because school went off. Somebody flaked. Okay. Good, good point. I, that's interesting because I really thought, I really thought you, this is going to be too much time. So I, maybe I need to go a little faster. But, um, no, it was someone doing something bad to your kid. Oh. Forgetting to pick him up, I guess, is the thing. Um, I love how much acting was involved on your part. A lot of character work, (laughs) a lot of voices, a lot of getting, diving deep into those rich characters. I love performing more than anything. Mm -hmm. So this is, I'm just living my dream. Hashtag living your dream. Yeah. Um, The last one, though, that I know you would really want revenge on was last minute cancellations. Because that's a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, I should be on the top of the list for you. Okay, so let's do another one. Okay. We're going to do three of these. All right, ready? Next one is ways that you can get revenge. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. ready? Mm -hmm. And go. Poisoning someone's Uh, pets. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Okay, that, well, that is correct. It's not on the list, but that's great. Um, No, you could, oh, hey, um, did you hear that Bob actually has an STD? Spread a rumor. Um, 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, you can't drive when I do this, stabbing you with a pe- stabbing it with a pencil or a razor blade. There, you drive on this thing. There's four of them, and I'm gonna take a razor blade to it. Oh, slashing tires. Yeah, that was a, I went around about. Okay, I'm gonna pretend to be a beautiful woman on Facebook and tell oh, you everything you ever wanted. Yeah, uh, this is like. Um, oh, I'm just gonna go right on my Instagram and that picture of you choking on a zucchini. Uh, or I'm gonna Revenge post. Porn. Um, nah, okay, that was porn, but just anything, really. Like, it uh, could be a sex tape, uh, but anything that puts somebody in a negative light. That's good. Revenge porn is good. Uh, okay, uh, this is, hi, I have a landline, and I'm going to say your refrigerator's Prank running. Calls. You better go get it. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we're going to, you'll never speak to me again because I will. Ghost you. You, you know, your phone number. I will ignore specific, you. Yes. I will block well, you. Block yeah, you. There you go. Uh, yep. And then, oh, okay, that's it. Wow, we're this is amazing. But I had a lot of them. Okay, you do, the last one. You do start at a very <laughs> like I know. You're like, well, okay. I, so this person was point. born in a small town in Kentucky. Okay, and they yeah, have good, some feelings. Like, good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I because I, you know, <laughs> who wrote this? You know what I mean? Well, um, one of our the, favorite fandies, Tommy Metz, when we play celebrity, he starts. Every, have you ever? Do you remember how he plays? He picks up the thing and goes, "Oh, hey everybody! Uh, I'm uh, I'm the star of Ocean's Eleven," and we're like George Clooney, and then he's like, "Yeah," and then he puts it down. And he picks up another one and goes, "Oh, hey everybody! I'm the president." And everybody starts that way. It's very that's, cute. That's pretty classic. I love that. Um, oh, hey everybody! Okay, so the last ones were a toothbrush in the toilet. Yeah. Uh, nair in your shampoo. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. And then um, this would have been a hard one to, so I'm, it's probably good that I didn't get switching out their Gatorade for colon, colonoscopy medication. <laughs> yeah, that's a re- that's a real one that I've actually heard about. Okay, or antifreeze uh, if you're really mad. What? Oh dang, that went dark. Hmm? Um, remind me never to break up with you, or give you an unfair grade. Okay, done. Famous movies about revenge. Oh, okay. I think this is going to be a gimme. I think you're going to do great and okay. I'll do better. I'll do better. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. And go. She boils a bunny. Uh, fatal attraction. Okay. Blood at the prom. Carrie. Yes. Uh, they, they kidnap their boss and hang him up by the thing and it's Gabby Coleman. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, my sweet Wesley, what have I done? Princess Bride. Yes. Uh, Tina Fey wrote this and made it into a musical. Yes, uh, he was. He's an anti-Semite, and he was Scottish, and it was a war movie. Uh, Braveheart. Um, yeah, uh, this is a uh, Di- uh, Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, and they're uh, going against her. Yes, uh, this is. Oh, I'm going to put my thumb in your mouth, Juliet Lewis. Oh, and Kate I'm taxi Sierra. driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, I don't remember what happened, and you're making Memento. the movie go from the beginning. Yes, uh, this is the one with Ben Affleck, and she's a wife, and she disappears and becomes somebody else. Oh, girl. Yes, uh, this is the woman who's like, you date raped me? You're going to get it, motherfucker. <gasps> promising young woman. Yeah. Young prom- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is a, it's a slavery movie. It was a, a Quentin Tarantino, Twelve. I think. And it was, Oh, uh, Django and no. Jane. Yes, uh, you got all of them. <gasps> oh, and my voice got higher and higher. Yeah, I, had to yeah, rain, yeah. I had to bring it back down. That was, <laughs> oh, that felt good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. thank Excellent you. For, that was like really a good. gift to me. I hope it was a gift to America. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you. It was awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, so what do I get? Right. So you gave me that wonderful gift and I'm about to give you uh, something I know you'll hate. Okay. And I'm excited. Okay. 
Oh, I'm excited yeah. for you to hate watch Ugh. something that I'm it's a reality show so deeply. It okay. is the ultimate reality show. Oh, God, it's a reality show. It is the current Ugh. season of The Bachelorette. Hear me out. Oh. It is so good. And here's the here's the thing, man. This is what we're going to do after we finish the podcast. There are okay. two bachelorettes this season. <laughs> it's a game changer. It's a total game changer. Because then they mm-hmm. like, so just to bring you up to speed, but you'll get it after a minute and a half. So they started in the, like, the same pool of 30 guys. Yeah. And yeah. then there was all this weirdness when one of them was like, will you accept this rose? He's like, no, I like the other girl. And so then it was like awkward as hell the first couple of weeks because guys were like choosing one girl over the other. And so they decided, you know what? We're going to split them up. You pick your guys, you pick your guys, and we'll keep you guys, we'll keep you separate. But then Logan got chosen by Rachel and he said to Rachel, I want to be on Gabby's team. And he left and then he got COVID and he's gone anyway. Okay. So that's where we are. Okay. Everything you just said made zero sense it's to me. The best. I don't know if these are guys picking girls or girls picking guys. I don't understand about women. the teams. Okay. You will get it when you tune in on oh, Hulu. Oh, so okay. It okay. airs Monday nights and then, and they stretch, Monday night at nine. They stretch out like, I'd say 20 minutes of content over like a solid 95 minutes on Hulu. I don't know how it is on <laughs> network with commercials. Hulu has no commercials. So I, and this is just my tip. I like mm-hmm. to spread it out. So I watch like a little on Tuesday, a little on Wednesday as I'm folding laundry or cooking dinner. It, uh-huh. it keeps it keeps the party going. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you got to watch the next episode of The Bachelor. And then if you really hate it and you piss me uh-huh. off in any other way, I'll make you watch like the final rose <laughs> ceremony and all of the stuff coming down. We're not quite there yet, but I want to try and get you on board. Okay, so you're saying that tonight is the second to last episode and no, then the finales. It's oh. episode seven. Oh, and I don't okay. know how so many you're there hoping... are. There are a few oh. dudes left. Okay. You know, so you're hoping oh, that I will fall dates. in love with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hometown dates are coming. So oh, like, uh, I'm going to love that, actually. So they go to, right? To eat. The girls are meeting families, and like, yeah. there's some dad yeah. who is like, I'm not having that. I'm excited. Because okay. those coming up on The Bachelors, which they show 15 times, like, they show it uh-huh. like at the beginning of episodes, end of episodes. I think in the middle, they, they do a lot of packages yeah. of teasing. So, sure. Packages of sure. teasing. Ooh. <laughs> New <laughs> t-shirt. <a> good t- <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Pete. Okay. That's what I'm, that's what we're going to watch. Everybody needs okay. to catch up on The Bachelorette. It's classy as shit. Yeah. No, it's not. Totally. It's that garbage and I love it. Okay. I give you an intellectual, well, I give you an intellectual, thoughtful movie and you give me Bachelorette. Well, there that's our brand. That's our brand. Yes, okay. it is. Will do. So, uh, maybe even then. tonight. Till then. Love you. I love you. More before you gave me the Bachelorette. Woo!